This is a Survival Jobs episode. Now, I know how critically important it is to have another stream of income while pursuing your dreams. Now, some people call that other stream of income a survival job. And that's why I started the website Survival Jobs Factors back in 2008. So when I started this podcast, I knew I wanted to mark some episodes survival jobs episodes. And I wanted to explore different survival jobs that people have. In this episode, I'm talking with Regina Gatti, who is a recruiter for Green Key Resources. So whether you're looking for a temp job for another stream of income, or you're kind of thinking of transitioning into a nine to five world, you need to listen to this episode. Hi, everybody. I am so excited to come to you today with this podcast. I have Regina Gaddy with me. Hi, welcome. <laughs> Hi, thanks, Michelle. Um, so Regina is the executive director at Green Key Resources. She is one of uh, Green Key is one of the largest staffing firms in the city, if you're not aware of them. Um, her primary areas of focus, though, are HR, office support, and marketing. So she's a perfect person to talk to and even better is she was an actress. Uh, we actually met in 2008. Now she is in the business world and she is a recruiter. And I want her insight, her knowledge on translating acting skills and uh, going into the temp world. And I'm just going to preface this with, yes, I know show business is a business, but I am going to use the term business world for the uh, nine to five business world in this podcast. So <laughs> with that being said, hi, Regina, please um, welcome, welcome, welcome. And please introduce yourself a little bit more. Thank you. I'm so happy to, to be here. And thanks for listening, everyone. And Michelle, I just love that you do this and have such a passion for it. Thank it's you. so great. And I thank you for involving me because I would love to do whatever I can do to help other actors make a transition into a different career or just help other actors get a nine to five, you know, like we like to call it, um, where they can, where it can benefit their career you know, where they can make some money or get health insurance or yes. develop skills so that they can use it later on in life. If for some reason or another, they decide to stop performing at some point. Totally. And I mean, that's the perfect way to start. Let's talk about skills that translate. So maybe I'm thinking about doing a temp job, but I'm really nervous because I don't have any office experience. Maybe I just moved to the city and all I have is really performing experience. So Oh, are there any skills that you can put on a resume? Maybe I just like worked at the Gap or was a camp counselor growing up. Like, um, what do you say to people who don't think that they have any skills to write a full business resume? I mean, that's kind of scary. Yeah, look, everything counts, right? Everything that you've done in your past is what makes you, you. And if they're going to hire you, they're going to need to know those things and they're going to want to know about it. So, you know, a, a big part, especially in landing a temp job is, once you interview and show your personality and, and, you know, your interview skills and whatnot. But before you can even get to that point, they have to see something about you that they can touch and feel and look at and read and, and know you. So, you know, I tend to prefer resumes that are pretty straightforward. You know, you can put colors and lines and pictures and graphics and whatnot. And, you know, in some, if you're a creative person and a graphic designer, you know, perhaps that is a good way to, um, you know, set up your resume. But, you know, for me, for like the more traditional corporate type 
whatever nine to five jobs, whether it's an office assistant or a receptionist or an admin or mm-hmm. data entry or research or, you know, whatever kind of side job you're looking to do, I'd say, you know, you're kind of classic, one page, black and white, and you want to put what you did. If you're a waitress, that counts. Those are like customer service skills, waiting yeah. tables, not an easy job. You know? <laughs> right. We like that. If you taught, if you taught at camps, if you taught dance school, if you were a coach, if you did a pageant, if you oh yeah um, babysat, if you were a nanny, if you're a personal assistant, if you were a dog walker, this is my resume from 2005. <laughs> <laughs> like actually though. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, like all of that stuff counts and it's important. And if you, you know, have some credits from theater, that mm-hmm. is good too. You know, a lot of, I find that a lot of actors do really well in a nine to five business world. You know, generally you have outgoing personalities or you're able to improv. You can kind of read people, you know, generally actors know how to dress the part too. Yeah. Yes. So it can really segue nicely. It can, you can really be an asset to a lot of these companies where they're used to, you know, maybe kind of dry personalities yes. or yes. Kind, of, kind of dull intellectuals, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, sometimes an actor can be a real refreshing addition to, um, you know, a, a more conservative place. Um, so all of, all of those things count, put it on there. And, you know, if you're lucky enough to work with a recruiter and they'll help you, they'll, you know, help you fix your resume to where, you know, they think the clients are going to respond to it the best. Yes. Like I always say, if you have any questions and you are working with a recruiter, you know, they're kind of like your agent, right? So you tell them like, say, you know, I have this and this and this experience. How should I put that on my resume? And you as the recruiter, you want to look good too, right? You want to present your actors the best that you can to your clients. So of course you're going to be our advocate in the room. Yeah. Use your recruiter, ask them questions. See, you know, get, look, if they're not going to help you get a job, which sometimes we just can't because we don't have the job that fits you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, at least get some free resume help. Yeah. (laughs) I like that. Um, And you know, my path was kind of, I um, started as a temp to perm in front desk And I feel like you hit it right on the head. Like they wanted that outgoing smiley attitude. Hi, how are you? Shake that person's hand. And you're right. Like a lot of people, it's so surprising. And I guess because we're so close to it, but a lot of real world people really don't have that type of personality or those types of attitude. And I find that they can teach you any skill, but you can't teach attitude. Nope. You can't, you can't teach attitude and it's hard to, you know, teach personality Mm, or ego or, Mm. you know, how you deal with adversity. And, you know, with actors, it's just, it's just constant, you know, we're being told no all the time. We're being judged (laughs) all the time. Yeah. So if like, all I have to do is sit at a front desk and like, People like say hi or they don't or they're, you know, walk past me and don't say anything or if someone comes in, but there's a lot of other stuff going on, you know, you just like improv and you handle it and, yes. you know, you're good to go. It, it, it does really, the, the acting training, I feel like that I got, you know, was really able to help me improv and read people and like sell 
myself or, you know, say an interception will sell the company. Or, oh yeah. Or something like that. It definitely, you know, don't, don't doubt yourself. You know, it does translate. And I think I mentioned before, like acting the part, yeah. you know, going on these interviews and doing your research about what type of company it is and like going on LinkedIn, who else works there? What type of people work there? What is their background like? You know, is the company super casual? Are they super corporate? You know, if you're going to a law firm, you should probably wear a suit. If you're going to a tech firm, then you should look great and be in interview attire, but you're going to be the only idiot there in a suit. (laughs) Sure. Sure. So you know, then that's just going to set you up for discomfort, you know, which will probably show in your interview. So you you got to do your research and play the part. I was had said one time, right, you're not going to wear the same thing to an audition for rent as you would to South Pacific. And you're probably not going to sing the same thing either. Yeah, you know, same, same deal. If you're going in for a data entry role, like you love data, you can sit in front of a computer all day. Uh-huh. You know, you're going for a reception role. I love people. I love to juggle multiple things and greet people and make them feel welcome. You know, you got to yes. play the part. Totally. Um, and speaking of reception work, you know, sometimes that reception work does come with a lot of grunt work. Like I did my fair share of like stocking fridges and ordering lunches and cleaning up lunches. And I mean, it's not kind of glamorous, but I felt like starting in a completely different industry, I kind of had to work my way up. So I felt like it was, (laughs) it was like doing my non-equity dues like all over again. (laughs) It's like, that's exactly what it is. Really? It's exactly the way to look at it too. You know, like, yes, you have this awesome resume. You did national tours, you're on Broadway, you did regional, you worked all over, you did cruise ship, whatever. But like, not that they don't care, but they don't care. (laughs) They don't care. They don't care. (laughs) They need you to sit there and smile and look good and make sure that the fridge is stocked with 10 different types of milk. Totally. Or whatever you did. You know, we're like focusing on reception because, I, I, you know, I think that is, you know, for you, it was a really good entry point for a lot of, I have had a number of you know, theater actress friends and actor friends that I placed in, you know, in temporary or temp to perm reception roles and have like really made a career for themselves, a second career for themselves. Totally. Because they had a successful acting career before that, you know, and it really can be challenging. It can really be challenging in New York to do that, but it is absolutely not impossible, but it does take the right attitude. It does take a moment of taking a step back perhaps to take two steps forward and, you know, just kind of know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and that this isn't forever, but you know, this is, this is right. What it is for now? Oh, I needed to eat some humble pie. Like I'm literally (laughs) loading, like you said, like seven different types of sodas and like turning the front all so they face the same way. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, is this my life right now? Like, but But it's true. But, you know, that job led to a permanent job, which led to a different desk. And I eventually like led to a different job. So it's, you know, you look back and you see the clear path, but at the time you kind of don't know what's going on. So I guess you just kind of have faith and realize like you're working toward a goal, whether you're working toward, you know, this is your side hustle and you're doing this so you can uh, have your career in acting or you did your acting thing and you're ready to go on some other adventure. So I just think eating a little humble pie and keeping perspective totally, totally. And it goes back to the attitude, right? Like you got to realize why you're there. 
Yeah, I was re- recently reading a book and it was talking about how not even millennials say, but like this whole gener- our generation really has been told that we're extraordinary and we can mm. all do amazing things yeah. and we can all be extraordinary, but it's like kind of confusing. <laughs> not true because if we're all extraordinary, then you know, there's totally. no one extraordinary. Right. The same. So, you know, sometimes life is, is boring. Sometimes life is mundane. Sometimes mm-hmm. the job is a job because you need a job. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And like, that's okay. That's okay to that's have okay. that. I love that. That is okay. It's like, it's okay. It's just a moment in time. You know, hopefully your life is long and you don't Without you know, sit in the back office and do data entry forever if that's not what you want to do. And for some people, it is what they want to do, and that's okay too. Totally, you know, like where you are is where you are. Like you know, my acting teacher always say, like, leave yourself alone. You know, like leave yourself alone. <laughs> I like Talk that. Yourself. Everyone's fine with it. Just do what you need to do to get to where you need to go. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, so I think then something that you're gonna have great perspective on because you're in the acting world and. I feel like we don't understand the culture differences between the quote unquote nine to five business world. We are used to being around everyone 24 seven and having no filters. And can you kind of talk about like, what are the main things going into a temp job or going into the business world that we just kind of need to keep in the back of our head if we've never experienced that before? Yeah. So, you know, fortunately for me, I still work in an environment that is kind of laid back and, you know, we, it's a, it's a commission based environment and we're all set out on an open floor and it, it's, you know, fairly, you know, unconservative. Yeah. <laughs> that said, I've definitely said things before that <laughs> I, no one would have thought twice about in theater or even, you know, batted an eye and yeah. people look at me like I have 10 heads. Like, Seriously? You just said that. Yeah, like I, and you know, I mean, I'm kind of, you know, I kind of don't know when to shut up anyway. Um, you're fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like you just, you're used to people totally. like knowing you mm-hmm. in that way, yeah. right? Like you're used to like living, eating, sleeping, breathing these people. And so, yes. like, they know when you say something, it's like, oh, that's just Regina or, you know, that's just Michelle being Michelle. Totally. But when you're in an office environment, even if it is a little bit lax, you know, like mine happens to be, it really is different. The mm-hmm. expectations are different. The the rules are kind of different. Yeah. The, there's almost more at stake in a way. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Like yeah. with EOC and policies oh, and, geez, yeah. you know, like the legal issues and things. And like, yeah. I'm sure that this exists as well in in theater, you know, especially equity theater and Broadway. And there's things to, you know, there's unions and protects actors and this and that. But yeah, you know, I had to tone down my behavior certainly. Mm -hmm. And I think the best thing to say is read the room, right? Like match the energy of the other people. Yeah. If like, they're not loud and boisterous in the interview, (laughs) in the office, when you get the job, whatever, like just tone it down. Right. Like, it's just not their jam. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I remember one particular instance where I said something to one of the partners of my firm and he was just like, wait, what? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, like you don't get that. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you just need to 
it's different. It's definitely yeah. different, but, um, you know, tone it down a little bit, read, read the room, do what other people are doing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sometimes people ask me like, well, what should I wear? Well, what was everyone wearing? Yeah. You know? No, that's like, true. You went on the interview, you saw, you met other people like yeah. don't wear shorts. Right. Yeah. You know, they were, they were business casual. So wear that. Well, that was, yeah, thing. totally. My, um, I want to talk about what you wear because that, that's a huge question too. What do I wear for a temp agency interview? <laughs> like, or what do I wear for a recruiter? For recruiters, I say the first interview, if you have a suit and you want to suit up, go for it. Um, and then if you don't, like go get the most <laughs> boring looking button up, like lands in L.L. Bean. And then yeah. get a pair of uh, dress pants. Basically the guy's audition outfit, right? Like the traditional like, black pants and button up. Um, but yeah, that's totally good. That's great advice. It's like the safest way too. Yeah. Know? Like you just want, for an initial interview. Yeah. Like you want to be neutral in a way, yeah. you know what I mean? But like look your best and sound mm-hmm. your best and you want to look like you put some effort into it, right? Yeah. Like if you're going to take the time to help you and like, yes, it helps us also. Right. But mm-hmm. you know, there is an element of us working together and partnering to find you something that is going to be a good fit and somewhere that you like and enjoy and stay right. Like that's yeah. the goal, you know, but if you come in, like you rolled off the street and you don't have stuff and you're not prepared and you're like, yeah. I don't know what I want, you know, like it's, it, it's just, it's difficult. It's difficult for, for us to work with you. Right. Yeah. It's important to be, I tell people all the time, like, you know how when you go to a non-equity audition, they're like, if you don't get the lead part, would you be in the ensemble? Yes. You know, it's important to say, yes, sure, I'll be in the ensemble, you know. And then, look, if we call you and you're like, no, I don't want that job, then you don't have to take it, right? Yeah. We can't force you to take the job. It's your choice. Yeah. You know, but you do want to make a good impression with your recruiter because they're your casting director and then they're your agent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're awesome, they're going to want to try to cast you more. They're going to submit you more, right? And then when you get chosen, they're going to negotiate the best deal for you. Awesome. You know, if you're a diva, then sorry. <laughs> yeah. There's somebody else that's not a diva that has that's just as good as you, right? So that's awesome, yeah. Be nice. Be nice. Good be advice. Nice. Um, oh, so for interviews. All right. So you're going to be, you're going to be nice. You're going to dress well. You're going to show up on time, right? Oh yeah. Show um, up on time. Big one. So here's always my question. And I just, I'm selfishly going to get your advice on the thank you note. So it used to be, you would go on your interview and you'd send like a, a written thank you note, right? And that goes in the snail mail. But then the recruiter doesn't get that until like a couple days later. And they're like, do they think you didn't write a thank you note? Cause you didn't email them. So like, Email or snail mail. What do you do with the thank you note? So, girl, you you really did this back in the day. <laughs> like, what do you do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, you know, we're doing more mostly email now. But, you know, ask your recruiter. Um, just ask, you know, sh- should I send a thank you note? Would you like to see it first? Mm-hmm. You know, do can I send it directly to the person's email? They did give me a card or, you know, they didn't give me a card. Does that mean that they don't want me to contact them directly? Oh. Which can sometimes be the case. Okay. It's not that often that that is the case, but I definitely do have clients um, where they don't give out the email addresses on purpose and either oh. I'll send the note to HR or, you know, they'll send the note. But yes, you should write thank you notes. At the end of the day, this person did take 30 minutes out of their life to yeah. sit with you and, and 
you know, hopefully it's 30 minutes, maybe it's 10 minutes, yeah. which is okay too. And that happens also, you know, but to like consider you, right. It takes yeah. time and energy and effort. And there was a lot of time and energy and effort before you even got in front of them, right. Yeah. That they did stuff and you did too, you know? So yeah. yes, a, a thank you note that doesn't need to be like overly gracious and ridiculous, but specific to the conversation that you had with the person. Yes, they should all be different. <laughs> Yes, they should all have the same font and spacing, and there should be absolutely no mistakes. All right, cool. Like, there just can't be any mistakes. You just got to check it over. Have your mom check it, your friend, whatever. (laughs) Somebody check over your email. So it's totally okay to do email, and it's, like, totally okay. It's, like, formal, even though it's not a snail mail, right? Like, it's totally... That's a really good point, Michelle. And yes, they are not your besties. I like I just spend like, even though you talked about like, I don't know, your favorite workout or going to Soul Cycle or whatever. Like, they're not your new bestie. Dear so and so, thank you so much for your time and consideration. I really enjoyed this. I Mm like learning about that. You know, I'm interested in the role because of this. Uh, You know, thank you again. I hope to hear from you soon. Sincerely, first and last name. Awesome. Call it a day. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, so now let's switch to recruiters. So what's the best way to keep in touch with your recruiter? Say you met a recruiter. She was awesome. You think you really vibed. You got your little card in your packet from the recruiting agency. <laughs> like, how do you keep in touch with that person? <laughs> because my theory is don't call your agent because then if your agent's on the phone with you, then they can't be on the phone with the casting director. So what do you do? How do you keep in touch? Yeah, like I'm on the phone all day and it's intense <laughs> and it's a real, you know, yes, we have a high volume, yeah, you know, that we deal with and you're great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, there's, there's a lot of people, we have yeah. a lot of jobs, which is good, right? Like yeah. there's a lot of opportunity. It doesn't mean that I have an opportunity for everyone mm-hmm. though. It's the same damn thing when you're acting, right? Like there's yeah. only 20 people in the cast. I can't hire everyone I meet or everyone that auditions. And you might be perfectly good and perfectly right, but I still can't hire you because there's someone else that's, I think is better or not me personally, but you know, that the person who's making the decision thinks is better or that, you know, their resume fits the role just a little bit more, you know? Yeah. So I used to think like when I came to New York, (laughs) my millennial self, that I would be right for everything. Like if I was good, I was going to be good for everything. Yeah. It's just not true. It's not (laughs) true. Like it really took me years to figure that out and it's just not the case. You know, you're just, you're actually not right for most things and right for very few things in life, you know. But like those things that you're right for, it's like you you know you'll know that perfect person you'll be like oh they want this person with this skill and this random skill and this random skill I know that person (laughs) yes exactly exactly which is why it's beneficial for us to meet a lot of people and it's why it's also beneficial for you to especially if you're looking for a temp job see Mm -hmm. a lot of different recruiters because sometimes we will have different jobs right and you won't be offended if I go meet two other recruiters. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Like you need to look out for you and, and yeah. get as many opportunities and potential as possible. Mm-hmm. I might be offended if you agree to something with 
with me and then change it last minute and put oh. me in a precarious situation with my client. Like Ooh. that's not cool. But yeah. just tell me, like, just tell me what you're doing, what you're up to. Like, I get it. We all need to make a buck. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, the emailing is best and like an, an email with your resume mm-hmm. that says, <laughs> you know, hi, I'm alive. I'm around. Here's my information in case you forgot about me. You know, here, here it is again. And, you know, I'll get emails like that sometimes and just be like, I just don't have anything for this person. Like, I like this person. Yeah. Lovely. I wish I could help them. Yeah. But, you know, like I only have the shows I'm casting, right? I don't totally. I don't have every show. I mm-hmm. just have the shows that I'm casting. And if you're just not right for it, you're just not right for it. Yeah. So yeah, like staying in our mind and shooting an email and a reminder, you know, about you with your information is super helpful. Um, phone calls are annoying. Just <laughs> don't like I, you know, and most of the time, if we have something that's right for you, we're, you know, we're going to reach out. We have a mm-hmm. database, we code things like we, we know who is right for the types of, you know, we get a lot of different types and like mm. we, you do kind of get typecast, you know, yeah. that's really a good way to look at it. And different clients are, you know, different types of shows you could say. Yeah. So we were, we know who's good for what, but yeah, I mean, it's good to stay in touch and keep in the mind of them. Or if you see a job online that you're interested in, sometimes mm-hmm. that will like jog our, thoughts about like, oh, I never thought that person would be into that, but I have something like that. So like maybe they like this. Yeah. You know, we are human. Like we can't keep track of everyone, unfortunately, but you know, if, if you're nice and you're easy to work with and you're a reasonable human, then you will likely have (laughs) have good luck. So once a month, send you an email, like a, Hey, what's up? Yeah, that's like once a, a month is month a month is fine. Month is fine. A- after you do the initial like meet and everything. Yeah, yeah, once a month is fine. And you know, some recruiters will ignore you. Some recruiters will write back and say, "I just don't have anything for you." Yeah. You know, it's, you'll get pissed off about it sometimes. But like, you know, some candidates never write back to us either. Oh my you know? gosh! And if we spent all day telling people, "Sorry, I don't. Sorry, I can't," you know, we just never get anything done. So yeah, not personal. You know, when, when we have something for you, we'll call you. Um, and if, if we don't, you're welcome to keep in touch and hopefully the timing and stars will align and we will. Awesome. I mean, is there anything else that you want actors to know who are you know interested in going to this world and, you know, anything you want to know before we sign off? Because this has been awesome. Um, it's possible. And there are people that will give you a chance and it's a really good thing, especially if you're in New York, to, to you know have some office experience or develop other skills that if you're, for whatever reason, your acting career doesn't work out, you have some, something, yeah, to fall back on, right? Like you yeah. have, you've, you've, these 10 years that you've been hoofing it, going to auditions, like you've also like literally been building your career, another yeah. career. Yeah. And that can, you know, when you want to, have an apartment and a dog and not travel and get married <laughs> or have a kid or, or just like do something different. You yeah. know, that you have that. And I think that can be a real benefit. At least it was for me. And I think it was for you too. That's so, awesome. you know, it's possible and I'd be happy to talk to you. And if you want to send me your resume, you're welcome to, and hopefully I have something for you. Yes. Yeah, so please tell anyone if they would like to get in touch with you, what is the best way to get in touch? 
Yep. Shoot me your resume and let me know, you know, that you heard about me from, from Michelle and from the website and you listen to the podcast and you're happy to tell me how much you enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> how fabulous you are. Yeah. Like clearly I'll want to talk to you. Um, but uh, yeah, email me your resume. Michelle will post it, but it's R as in Regina. My last name is Gaddy, G-A-T-T-I at greenkeyllc.com rgaddy at greenkeyllc.com and tell me about you and send me your stuff and we'll go from there. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. I loved it. Thanks for having me, Michelle. Bye.